Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F dot com. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight, we'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Across the line, and Alex Bowman has picked up the win. A lot of memories at Daytona, too. Firecracker 400 was always cool. I don't know. I, I like that weekend for Daytona. It's hot. Kind of bittersweet to see that go. Uh... That's always been one of my favorite weeks of the year. You know, always nice to go to the beach in the summertime, and obviously around around the fourth, it's been special. NASCAR Live is presented by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce rework and finish jobs faster with Procore. And brought to you by Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew here with you for yet another weekly get-together on the heels of a big triple-header weekend at Chicagoland Speedway, which found Alex Bowman going to victory lane for the very first time in his NASCAR career. Matter of fact, Alex is still riding that wave of success and enjoying the celebration, and he'll be sharing some time with our Woody Kane coming up on today's show. Speaking of sharing time with us, over the weekend, I had a chance to catch up with NASCAR Senior VP of Competition, Scott Miller. Scott's going to give us an update about where the sport is here in the first half of the season. We're going to cross that halfway point with the running of the Coke Zero Sugar 400 coming up Saturday night at Daytona. Hannah Newhouse had a chance to catch up with Bubba Wallace at Chicagoland. You'll hear that. We'll preview the Coke Zero Sugar 400 and the final 4th of July race at Daytona. We have that and a whole lot more. But first, Kim Kuhn is here to catch us up with what everyone is talking about. And I'm sure there's a lot of buzz about Alex Bowman. Kim? It was a triple header in Chicago for NASCAR's top series at the Chicagoland Speedway, ending with Alex Bowman earning his first career Cup Series victory on Sunday. I want to know if I'm the first guy to get stuck in the mud, too. I mean, I feel like I, I have a tendency to set records that suck, like three second-place finishes in a row before winning a race, so um, probably the first guy to do that. But, um, no, it just means a lot. You know, I have this all I've wanted my whole life and um, you know I drove for a lot of low budget teams and never thought I would get the opportunity and some crazy stuff happened and I ended up with this group of guys and we were able to make it happen. Bowman had finished in every single position in the field possible until Sunday when he earned his first win. Bowman also became the only driver to ever earn their first victory in the 88 car. Going back to Friday defending truck champ Brett Moffitt won his second race of 2019. It was Moffitt's first checkered flag of the year, however, as his win at Iowa was due in part to Ross Chastain being disqualified. On Saturday, the Xfinity Series raced in the heat of the day, and Cole Custer earned yet another victory. Final time off turn number four, clean sailing to the start-finish line. Checkered flag is in the air, and for the fourth time this year, Cole Custer is a winner. He takes it this afternoon in the Camping World 300 at Chicagoland. Custer now has four on the season, the most of his career. One of the things Gene Haas said last year when he was asked about you is you needed to win consistently here at the Xfinity level. It's not time to talk about do you move up to cup, but what does this say about where you think you have matured and where you are relative to your career and here at Xfinity winning consistently now four times in 2019? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a matter of getting everything a little bit better. You know, there's still things I can get a little bit better, but, uh, you know, it's just a matter of trying to, you know, perfect everything a little bit. Like running the high line today, I tried to get a lot better at and um, you know it's just 
It's just trying to get better every time you go out there. Christopher Bell finished third but failed post-race inspection as the body of his car didn't fit the ride height template in the scanning station. Bell also signed a contract this weekend with Joe Gibbs Racing, a one-year extension. It is still unknown whether he will race in the Xfinity or Cup Series in 2020. I mean, ultimately, I have no say in what I do next year. The only thing that I have say in is the uh, results on Saturday's Xfinity uh, races. Really, racing in general, I've learned from a very young age that you're only as good as the race cars you sit in. So uh, I'm lucky to have really fast race cars and drive for Joe Gibbs Racing. I'm Kim Kuhn. For more on what's trending in NASCAR, visit our social media channels at MRN Radio and check out MRN.com. Thank you, Kim. Coming up, Scott Miller has a season update for us, and later, we will chat with Alex Bowman. Summer's here, and there's no better time to hit the road. At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to drive with confidence, like our AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. And is your ride ready for a wash? At AutoZone, we have the products you need to enhance and restore your car's appearance, like Jay Leno's Garage products. Visit us at AutoZone.com and start the job fast with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Oh, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay, and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Scott Miller talks mid-season updates, and we have a Backtracks coming your way next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Wings Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Strim. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on WingsNation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation Preview Podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. You're listening to the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. We're joined by NASCAR Senior VP of Competition, Scott Miller. Welcome back to the show. Glad to be here. First half of the season, just about complete. Daytona's coming up, obviously, this weekend. We're headed back to the Coke Zero Sugar 400. But it's always great to take time to sit and reflect on where we've been, what we've accomplished before we start the back half of the year. Back half of the year, very congested there. We're counting down to the playoffs and a lot going on to Ford Championship Weekend. What lens do you look at a race through? Fans will look at for one thing, and maybe announcers will look at something, and, you know, Crew chiefs, drivers look at something, but as as the VP of competition, what do you look at? What are some of the things that stand out to you? Well, my my primary duty as as we're up there officiating the race is to officiate the race. But obviously, you're up there and and you know being around the sport as long as as long as I've been, you know, there's a certain element of you know you're a race fan as well, right? So, um, really, kind of just correlating the eye test to the metrics like if the if if the metrics are good but the race really doesn't look that good then you know we come back and we talk about what looked wrong but fortunately we haven't had to have a lot of those discussions because we've been you know i think the metrics have been better and 
for the most part. Now, every race hasn't been fantastic. I don't want to sit here and, and say that it has, but for the for the most part, we've had a very competitive season and something that we're that we're proud of and you know the fans have given us that feedback as well you know it's it's interesting that you bring that up because a lot of times folks will look at what's in front of them not pull back with the big picture it's easy to get swept up in looking at something and then and then analyzing something as it happens and perhaps maybe forget about what happened three four races ago or when you stand back and you know you'll you'll isolate it on one thing and, and perhaps maybe not consider something else how important is it to pull back for the 20,000-foot view and see collectively where you've come as opposed to looking at just one 400-mile snapshot, say, on a Sunday afternoon at Chicagoland? Well, it, I think it, it's really important. And the one thing that, you know, one thing that, that we always have to be cognizant of is, is not unlike other sports, which we, which we compare ourselves to, you know, not every not every baseball game is a super great game. You know, there's blowouts in baseball. There's one nothing. There's and it, and it really just depends on on what you like to see. Our races are different. Each one we could have a race at any any track you name it on Saturday, and we could line up the same 38 cars on Sunday and have a different event. But that that is that is kind of the beauty of it, right? A lot of times you really don't know what to expect and you know fortunately i think that we we have got a very high percentage so far this year the first half of very compelling races compelling storylines great competition so i I think uh really looking forward to the second half and trying to keep that momentum going great conversation there with scott miller and we thank him for sharing time with us over the weekend speaking of what we see on the track the race sunday at chicagoland was Worth the rain delay. Here's how it sounded on the Motor Racing Network. Drivers, start your engines! Have me on the back. Stretch off. Yes, sir, I got you. All right, have a good day out there, buddy. You know what to talk back. I know you know how to do it. And the Camping World 400 is underway. On the outside lane, the pole sitter, Austin Dillon. Green flag, green flag. I'll roll in here. I'll roll in. Jimmy has not led at Chicagoland for three years. Mike Bagley, you're over in turn three. What's it doing out there? Well, it's doing a lot of lightning here behind the main grandstand, and I have a feeling that that perhaps is just a harbinger of what's to come. Caution. I'm sure it's weather lightning. If you're a Jimmy Johnson fan, how nice is it to see your driver at the front of the field? Boys, we got ourselves a horse. Jimmy Johnson opts for the outside lane on the restart. He's on the button. We're back racing in Chicagoland. On Chase Elliott's Napa Camaro. But right now, he's saying the race car is a handful. So whether or not those adjustments made a difference or not, we'll have to see here in the next few laps. I got the wall on those opening laps, but it's been fine. I actually thought it turned better after that. And uh, no smoke. Copy. Further back, a car in the fence running along the outside safer barrier. It's Kyle Busch. Tight center off. Looks like maybe a little fuzz on the right front. Trouble turn three. Clint Boyer is around. Right side tire. The right rear is down on his board. Just blew. Damn. We're not living right or something. In hot pursuit of exactly what went wrong on the nine car of Chase Elliott. A painstakingly long pit stop. The last one. How did how did that happen? I'm not sure how the hose got underneath the right rear tire, but when they dropped the right side, it was on the hose. Unfortunately, the right side was super bad, so I'll look at it here, find out. Oh, Harvick's in the wall! Kevin Harvick is in the wall in turn number two! Yellow's out, yellow's out, yellow's out. I just got loose on me there, and I tried to change directions there behind cars, and it didn't work out for me. Well, Kyle Busch is about the closest thing to a NASCAR Superman, as you may find, and he did everything he could to drive a car that quite frankly, based on what we could see off of ISM Vision, completely, 100% filled with smoke. I got something, I got smoke in here. I don't know why, it's getting worse. I can't really tell the smell. Here comes Bowman, he's on the comeback trail. He moves to the inside, they nearly bump one. Turn two, they do bump on the back straightaway. They make contact, midway down the back straightaway, racing for the lead. Bowman to the inside of Larson at the entrance to the corner. Bowman reclaims the lead with Larson in the outside lane. All good, hell yeah, woo! 
off turn number four, looking for his first ever checkered flag. Career win number one comes on a Sunday night at the Chicagoland Speedway across the line, and Alex Bowman has picked up the win. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Damn, Greg Oz, you are the man. A very exciting finish for Alex Bowman, finally getting that first win. Coming up, we have the man himself, Alex Bowman. He'll chat with Woody Kane, and later, we'll preview our second trip to Daytona in 2019. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Woody Kane talks with Chicagoland winner Alex Bowman next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. MRN's Classic Races. Labonte gets crushed up. Labonte goes around. Dale Earnhardt now watches Labonte spun across the line and got the win. Spanning 50 years of NASCAR racing. Barney Hall. There's a beautiful afternoon here in Daytona Beach, and the action will be fast and furious. Legendary voices. Legendary races. Daryl Simply, what happened? I just hope he chokes on that 200000 That's all I can tell you. MRN's Classic Races. Available on MRN.com, iTunes, and your favorite podcast providers. He did, he did touch you. No, he knocked the hell out of me. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Mott, on the Sunday Money Podcast. As we talk racing. What happened in California? Like, what is uh, you know. Like, yeah, they all sat in a pit road waiting for one guy to be the sacrificial lamb, and none of, nobody wanted to do it. And just life. Did you fall in love on TV? No, definitely not. I could not. Plus, you never know who might stop by. Young Ryan Blaney is here with something in his hand. I brought you our script because you guys are like our show, so. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> This is NASCAR Live. Here he comes off the end of the backstretch for the final time. Alex Bowman to the bottom of the racetrack. Off turn number four, looking for his first ever checkered flag. Career win at number one comes on a Sunday night at the Chicagoland Speedway. Across the line, and Alex Bowman has picked up the win in the Camping World 400. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Alex Bowman is the talk of the sport right now after his win in the Camping World 400 at Chicagoland. Woody Kane was able to steal a few minutes away from the celebrations to chat about getting that victory. Alex Bowman joins us now. He drove the number 88 Exalta Chevrolet Camaro to victory lane at Chicagoland Speedway, his first career Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series victory. First thing I got to ask you, man, is about the after party because this thing has been blowing up on social media. You threatened to push your crew chief in the pool at it, and I saw at one point there was a maple syrup chugging contest. What in the world happened? Ah, uh, I don't remember. Lots of things <laughs> happened. I got a cake smashed in my face, which knocked me over, and my arm's all torn up because I fell down. I was thrown in the pool. Uh, there was a maple syrup chugging contest. If anybody's ever seen the movie Super Troopers, that, <laughs> that happened in real life. <laughs> did, how did you do on the maple syrup chugging, or did you talk others into it? I talked others into it. There I, you go. I, I did not want to partake in that. Um <laughs> It, it got interesting. There was a lot of money on the line. There was a couple hundred bucks on the line. So it was a lot of fun and, and really cool to kind of share that with uh, my pit crew and the, all the road guys as well as, as my friends from, from home. So it was, it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely it was. Now, I understand that your girlfriend, Emily, didn't get to go to Chicago because you had her on dog-sitting duty with Finn and Roscoe. Was she mad at you? Yeah, she's pretty mad. Um, oh, man. She was supposed to go to the race, and 
I didn't schedule the dogs for boarding, and then at the last minute I couldn't find anybody, and she had to stay home. So Uh-oh. she was already mad because her brother was racing across the street on Saturday night, so she was going to get to go watch him race too. And that uh, that wasn't popular uh, for me. So I'm in the doghouse a little bit on that one, and I threw in the threw her in the pool last night, but oh. um, or this morning. I guess it was really this morning. <laughs> so um, it, it was. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I, I think she'll get over it. Yeah, I'm sure she will. That's uh, That's got to be a thrill, though, for everybody involved. Let's talk a little bit about the, the race itself. You had three second-place finishes this year, but you said the one that really stuck in your craw was Kansas, and that one really bothered you. Was that in your mind when Larson got by you late and you had to charge back? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I feel like I just gave Kansas away on, on making bad choices and didn't have an opportunity to get back to Brad. So we got way too loose there at the end. We got held up in lap traffic quite a bit, which was, was tough. You know, we were able to get back to Kyle there and uh, make a run at him and make it stick. Listen, I saw yesterday after you won, Dale Earnhardt Jr. tweeted out reminding everyone that it was just about three years ago that you lost your ride via tweet. Was any of that going through your mind yesterday at all? I mean, how far you've come in, in that amount of time, and what was going through your mind at that time compared to today's Alex Bowman? Yeah, so much has changed since then. It's pretty crazy to look back and kind of think about that that year in general. I feel like everything was going wrong at once. and It was really some tough times, and I think that, that makes me appreciate times like this and getting to drive for a team like Hendrick Motorsports so much more. You know, it's it's something at that point, I mean, you're losing your ride and it's with the, one of the smallest teams in the sport. You don't ever think you're going to get another shot. So to be able to, to come back and, and do this has been really special and to have success at the highest level of, of racing is, is really cool. So it's all I've wanted my whole life. So, so to be able to win a cup race kind of validates it for me and uh, made all those struggles worth it. Yeah, it sure has. It's, it's, it's just been fantastic to watch. Let's talk a little bit about Daytona, where we head next. Last 4th of July night race there because of the schedule change. But you started on the front row in the 500 and finished 11th, and then you went to Talladega, and that was one of those runner-up finishes we talked about. you got to feel pretty good, I guess, about your, your uh, not restrictor plate program anymore, but your super speedway program. Yeah, absolutely. I think our speedway cars are always really good. Bergie and the guys, they – they work their butts off and, and do a really, really good job. So we'll get there and, and try to all work together. Obviously, that worked really well for us in Talladega, having all the, the Chevys working together. Now, you also stayed after the 500 and, and got to do the new Super Speedway package test there. How different, from your perspective, is a, a tapered spacer versus a plate? Is it just all about throttle response? I felt like we just got up to speed faster, so, like, where you used to leave pit road and it felt like it took forever to get up to speed. Now we get up to speed really quick. The overall speed's obviously not much different. So it just kind of changed how they react. Obviously, throttle response. Cars make more power, but they obviously make a lot more drag and downforce as well. So it's just different. Uh, I don't think it races all that much different. Um, they still don't handle very well in the pack. I think a lot of us thought that with the big spoilers and splitters and, and all the downforce back on the cars that they were just going to drive awesome in the pack. And, and they really still have the same handling characteristics and handling struggles that they had before they made the, the rules package change. So hmm. it, it, it doesn't race that much different. It just kind of gets up to speed quicker is really the biggest difference. And I guess we're a little faster at Talladega, but it's really it. And I understand you've got a, a special Valvoline uh, paint scheme with the American Heroes program. Tell me about that for Daytona. Yeah, that's really neat. You know, we have a lot of great partners at HMS that are always trying to do things to to give back. And, you know, having Valvoline on board with, uh, with that contest is, is really cool. And uh, it's a great-looking car. Every Valvoline car looks so good. Um, yeah, I saw the unveil, they, man. It looks fantastic. Yeah, all the red, white, and blue cars just look <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's a really good paint scheme. When they first started talking about running a different paint scheme, I was like, man, I wish you guys would change it because last year's Valvoline car was spectacular. Mm-hmm. And then they showed me that, and I was like, oh, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm good with that too. So they knock it out of the park. They, they do a really good job at that. And 
they're a lot of fun too. They they support a lot of things that that I get to go do with. They support my midget stuff through through the winter and stuff like that. So always enjoy having Valvoline on the car. Yeah, it's a it's a great looking car and a, and a good cause as well. Well, let's wrap up with this. Now I've noticed uh, maybe a little bit of a uh, simmering friendly rivalry going on between you and your teammate William Byron. Are you guys having like a practical jokes contest against each other, or what's going on there? I, I think I just pick on him a lot like I, I don't I don't know that he's really fired back yet um which is really surprising but that's I the kind like of guy I you got to watch out push for push though push and push yeah I mean he's eventually going to burn my house down it's just going to build up and it's going to be an episode of snapped and William is going to burn my house down but I have a lot of fun messing with him I, I honestly don't know if it bothers him and that's why he doesn't do anything back or if he just doesn't care or if he doesn't like me or if he thinks it's funny like i I really don't know you got to get some kind of reaction to know what's going on right yeah and i he just looks at me and laughs like i don't know if he's looking at me like you're an idiot and, and laughing or if he's just like yeah i think it's funny like i I don't know. So wow. someday I'm going to get a reaction, and it's either going to be like me getting punched in the face <laughs> and legitimately getting mad about it. Like something's eventually going to happen. But uh, he's been a good sport about it, and, and we have a good time with it. All right. Well, we'll stay tuned on that one for sure. Alex, congratulations. First win. You can never do that again. And I know it's uh, great to get that one off your back, and now you can uh, focus on getting into that playoff race and, and drive toward a championship. Congratulations, man. Thanks. I uh, I really appreciate it, and thank you guys for having me on. There you go. Alex Bowman drives the number 88 Exalta Chevrolet Camaro for Hendrick Motorsports. What a talented driver and a very deserving driver all at the same time. Thank you, Woody. We appreciate it. Alex Bowman is our AutoZone Driver of the Week. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Coming up, we're talking Daytona, and later, we look back at the best moments from 4th of July racing at the World Center of Racing. If you're on the road now, chances are pretty good you noticed that the all-new Chevy Silverado is here. And if you're wondering what's new about it, the answer is everything. Eight different trim levels, six different powertrains, and the most functional bed in its class, with more cargo volume than any other competitor. Go to Chevy.com and see for yourself what happens when legendary dependability meets modern capability. The all-new Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Chevrolet, find new roads. Do you have a car, truck, boat, or other vehicle that's seen better days, but you're not sure what to do with it? Turn your clunker into a chunk of change in support of children's health care initiatives when you donate it to the NASCAR Foundation. It's simple and free. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to have your vehicle towed and auctioned off. You get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds. Put your vehicle to good use for the kids by donating it today. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. We'll preview this 4th of July weekend's race at Daytona next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. NASCAR Coast to Coast on MRN.com and Motor Racing Network's Facebook. Join me, Kyle Rickey, and Hannah Newhouse as we talk with the next generation of NASCAR stars and established local and regional racers each Wednesday at 1 Eastern time. Or subscribe, download, and listen on your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast. Grassroots NASCAR racing from the Motor Racing Network. You hear it every week. Just want to thank the whole team and uh, all our guys back in Denver. Everybody supports this team. They're the unsung heroes of NASCAR, and their life is the pit. This is Rocco Williams, and for 10 years, I've jacked up some of the biggest names in auto racing, and now I'm jacked to bring it all down to street level and acquaint you with the guys behind the wall and back at the shop. Join me on MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion, every Wednesday on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are found. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward the Playoffs, presented by Procore. 
With his win at Chicagoland Speedway, Alex Bowman is now securely in the 2019 playoff picture. Well, I think for me, I can stop watching the points race every week and, and worrying about trying to be, be in. Obviously, we're, we're pretty strong in points, but we, um, we weren't locked in by any means. So doing that, I feel like we can just be more aggressive, take more chances. You know, I, I feel like I can be more aggressive on green fly pit stops and just little things like that that sometimes if you overstep, it completely ruins your day and costs you a ton of points. Uh, we don't have to worry as much about, and I can just work on getting 10 tenths out of it so when the playoffs come, I know how hard I can push or can't push. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Somehow, it's time to head back to Daytona Beach, Florida, which means... It's time for the Coke Zero Sugar 400. NASCAR Today Midday's Kyle Ricky has a preview of not only the race, but drivers talking about this being the last July race at the World Center of Racing. It's time for night racing and fireworks as the stars of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series return to Daytona Beach for the Coke Zero Sugar 400. This will be the last time the series will visit Daytona on 4th of July weekend. And that has some drivers like Austin Dillon feeling nostalgic already. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I love July 4th. I, I think the fireworks at the show at Daytona is always awesome. Um, so anytime you can get there and, and have a little fun, it's it's a cool place to do it at. I just a lot of memories at Daytona, too. Firecracker 400 is always cool. I mean, it was Cracker Barrel for a while, wasn't it? I don't know. I, I like that weekend for Daytona. It's hot. Everybody's, it's like a quick race, though. It's nice, not too many laps. Chase Elliott is also reflecting on one of his favorite race weekends and the tradition of 4th of July at Daytona. Uh, yeah, you know, that's definitely, uh, I guess, kind of bittersweet to see that go. Uh, that's always been one of my favorite weeks of the year. Just, you know, always nice to go to the beach in the summertime. And obviously around, around the 4th, he's been special. So, uh, like I said, always been one of my favorite weeks to go to as a kid and watch um, or here since I've been driving be, you know, be there racing so I've always, always enjoyed that uh, really looking forward to next week and, and spending a few days down there so hope uh, you know at least it'll still be summertime I guess when we go out there so that's good. Chris Busher doesn't think Daytona moving to another weekend is going to be such a bad thing because any race at the Super Speedway will deliver excitement. And you always have Daytona as being one of the ones that has that, that huge weekend, so um, I definitely don't think that it's, it's something that'll be a loss to the racetrack by any means. You know, that weekend is definitely neat to see uh, Pacey to come out for for our, our, our holiday weekends, and uh, especially for, for the 4th of July. Uh, it's always been a, a pretty neat weekend, and I don't think anything is losing its flair or, or you know, Daytona. Being a cutoff race will have a whole different kind of drama, a um, whole different kind of look uh, going into uh, going into the playoffs. So that'd be interesting for sure. 2017 Series champion Martin Truex Jr. has mixed emotions about Daytona. The track hasn't been very kind to him, but the Fourth of July weekend has. Uh, best and worst memories. I mean, I have a lot of bad memories of Daytona. To be honest with you, it's not been very good to me, but. Uh, you know, second Daytona 500 and winning the, the Bush Series race there in 05 was, was pretty good memories. Um, and then stuff off the track. I've had a lot of fun times there over the years, so uh, definitely a cool place to go. This will be the first repeat track of the season, but teams have no notes since the Daytona 500 was run under a different rules package. Ryan Blaney says they're heading there thinking of how Talladega went. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be different for sure. You know, you got a little bit of a taste of it at Talladega. Um, you know, obviously they're different, different kind of racetracks a little bit in their own own way. But um, and I think you know teams will kind of go to Daytona with maybe a little bit different mindset of what they had uh, at Talladega. Uh, you know, I, I think we're going to a little bit and um, just just try to figure it out. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good race. I mean, heck, I thought Talladega was a pretty good race. And, um, I think it's just going to get better as teams kind of understand this package. I thought you had a lot of mixed bags at Talladega. Um, I thought some teams had it really dialed in a lot better than, you know, others. And uh, I think, you know, teams are smart. They'll figure out the best way to approach that stuff after getting a race under the belt. So um, it should be a good one. I've always enjoyed that race, that night race, uh, you know, on that weekend. It's pretty neat. So, um, unfortunately, it's not going to go back there, but uh, that's just kind of the way the schedule goes. But no, it should be, uh, should be a good one. That's one I look forward to. 
Thanks, Kyle. Coming up next, we'll go through the years at Daytona and revisit some of the biggest moments the 4th of July race weekend has seen. And later, we'll chat with Bubba Wallace. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications on the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Got a busy three days coming your way from the World Center of Racing. Our coverage from Daytona will begin Thursday afternoon. We'll have Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series practice at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Eastern. Check it out on MRN.com. Friday, we'll have pole qualifying for the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at 5 Eastern. We'll also have the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Circle K Firecracker 250, powered by Coca-Cola. That comes your way 7 p.m. Eastern Friday night. And then we're back Saturday night for the Coke Zero Sugar 400 Motor Racing Network airtime, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk, and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast, available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Whelan would like to congratulate Alex Bowman and his number 88 Hendrick Motorsports pit crew for their win at Chicagoland Speedway on Sunday. They are the Whelan trusted to perform pit crew of the week. While leading, Bowman pitted with 48 laps to go. Alex Bowman comes down the leader, comes down pit road, looks like they are taking right sides and left sides for him. No adjustments here, just fuel. As others pitted for fuel and tires, Bowman reclaimed the lead and held off Kyle Larson for his first career victory. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. We continue along this week's NASCAR Live. So glad you're spending time with us here on the Motor Racing Network. You know, for decades, 4th of July weekend and racing at Daytona have gone hand in hand. Next year, the schedule will change, and Daytona will be moved to the end of August and the playoff cutoff race, which isn't bad. But it's a big change. We wanted to go back and hear some of the biggest moments from the 4th of July in Daytona. Good day around the nation on this Independence Day. Welcome to America's largest Independence Day celebration here at the birthplace of speed, Daytona Beach, Florida. Richard Petty is in front. They almost touch in turn four. Here comes Pearson down the inside. It could be a dead heat finish at the line. David Pearson wins it. Pearson wins it by less then five or ten feet. Richard drafts down to the bottom of the racetrack. They are door to door in the dog leg. They touch coming to the trial down to the line. It is, I can't call that one. It is so close. It's Richard Petty by a foot. Petty wins his 200th career NASCAR victory. Well, I think for everyone that was here today for the Firecracker 400, not just those of us involved in the race, but all of the fans that are here, they, they've seen a historic moment in stock car racing. And Baker hold it out there. He's in front by one car length. They come out of the corner. Schrader hits the wall as they come out of turn number four. He's 
out of control, about to go right into the middle of the field. Car goes upside down, slams into the wall as they go across the start-finish line. We've got a smoking car in turn number four. That is Kowicki. He goes sideways. Tags Kale Yarbrough. Yarbrough's car catches fire, and we've got trouble all over the racetrack here at the exit of turn four. Rick is glued to the low side of the racetrack. Bill Elliott comes challenging back. Elliott wants the win. He's got a half a car length. Bill Elliott to the outside. They touch. They bang. It's Elliott by a roughly six-inch margin as he and Rick Wilson again bang coming across the strike. Oh, trouble on the back straightaway. One car on its roof. Flake speed over two, three times. Three more cars piling in. Dave Marcus involved. Jimmy Spencer involved. Derek Cope involved. Four, five more cars spinning, crashing. Engine builder Robert Yates figured out the riddle of the restrictor plate at Talladega. One last try for Morgan Shepard to take it away from Davey Allison here at Daytona. He can't do it. Davey Allison wins the Pepsi 400. Morgan Shepard will finish second. Marlins Ford is second. Dale Earnhardt leads. Ken Schrader slides up the banking. Here comes Schrader's Chevrolet side-by-side side with Marlin for second, but Dale Earnhardt leads to the checkered flag. The side-by-side side battle for second is going to take place, and that will leave Earnhardt all alone to cruise to a win by a car length and a half. His second Daytona win, Marlin finishes second. Final time to the back straightaway. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Michael Waltrip rolls reverse from the way they ran down the back straightaway on the final lap in February. They go nose to tail. Sadler and Labonte side by side for third. It's Earnhardt in a turn three. Earnhardt is your leader. Michael Walter for second. And the battle is side by side for third. But here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. He'll lead on turn four. What a headline this is going to make. Dale Earnhardt Jr. comes back to the Daytona International Speedway. Leading the pack, coming to the line. He will win the Pepsi 400. And then Michael coming there in the last two laps. And I knew I didn't have a whole lot to worry about. I hope them fans enjoyed it. I know I was out front an awful lot. But dang, I didn't know what else to do with the car ahead. What does this win mean to you? This win is probably, this win is definitely the biggest of my career. I love coming to Daytona. I always came here as a little kid and just walked into place with my jaw dragging the ground. And uh, to win here, uh, especially under the circumstances, it really means a lot. It's really almost overwhelming. I don't really know how I'm going to top it. Kyle Busch trying to do the Daytona double in one day. But Jamie McMurray right there. Nobody giving an inch. Wheel to wheel the final time off turn number four. After 400 miles, it's going to be decided by inches. Here they come. They're crashing in the back of the pack at the line. Jamie McMurray by inches wins it. McMurray by five one thousandths of a second wins the Pepsi 400 at Daytona. Matt Kenseth electing not to go with Carl Edwards. Kurt Busch does. Kenseth down low, wheel to wheel, racing back to the white flag, leaning on one another as Edwards and Busch. Side by side, coming back for the white flag here at Daytona. Kyle Busch to the inside, Carl Edwards to the outside. Kurt Busch and Matt Kenseth, they're stacked up in the second row and three wide behind them in turn one. Here comes Kyle Busch. It's Tony Stewart in second. Now Tony looks high. Tony looks low. And Kyle blocks them all. Tony Stewart all over the back end of Kyle Busch, literally pushing him off turn number four. Jimmy Johnson is there as well. Top three, nose to tail. Denny Hamlin goes fourth. Tony looks to make the move. He swings to the high side. Kyle blocks. Tony gets into Kyle. He hits the wall. Tony Stewart is going to win the Coke Zero 400. And several more cars spin at the start finish line. A spectacular move, but you knew it was going to be something like that. Casey Kane gets out of control. Legato's involved. That the field is going to be involved as they all want him up. Crashing is Kyle Busch. We've got five, 10, 15 cars and a big piling heap at the bottom of turn number three. When I toppled over, you know, you just sit there upside down basically in your restraints. You know, your chest is held, your, your abdomen's held, and everything's held. You just wait for them to come in there and get you and turn you over because it's way safer to get turned over in that seat because you already got turned over once than it is to try to undo the belts and bang your head off the ceiling and try to get out. Eric Almarola is the winner of the Coke Zero 400. Rain showers continue. Man, this is so awesome. Uh, 30 years ago, 43 car went to victory lane. It's uh, a true testament to this team and everybody at Richard Petty Motorsports. Almanard gets a good run into turn number three, but is it enough? Closing to within one car length of Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who leads off turn four. He won a couple of weeks ago at Talladega. Can he do it again tonight at Daytona? Ricky Stenhouse Jr. across the start-finish line. He sees the checkered flag, and Stenhouse is going back to victory lane. He's the winner tonight. Eric Jones opens up by a couple of car lengths. Here comes Martin Truex Jr. Changes lanes. 
Jones throws the block, headed off turn four. Off turn number four, here they come down to the line. This is gonna be a finish we'll be talking about. Young Eric Jones out in front of the field, across the line, he'll score the win at Daytona. It's gonna be a nostalgic weekend for a lot of folks, and we can't wait to get there and bring it to you here on the Motor Racing Network. Coming up, Hannah Newhouse chats with Bubba Wallace, and later, we have a little NASCAR history coming your way. Summer's here, and there's no better time to hit the road. At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to drive with confidence, like our AutoZone Rewards Program. Members get a $20 reward every time they spend $20 or more five times. And is your ride ready for a wash? At AutoZone, we have the products you need to enhance and restore your car's appearance, like Jay Leno's Garage products. Visit us at AutoZone.com and start the job fast with free same-day store pickup and free next-day delivery. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Welcome back to Sports View. Next topic. Is it really all about power? Makes me think of Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Gives you the power to find options based on your budget. Let's go to Chuck for an irrelevant analogy. Man, back in the day, people didn't ask how many oranges are in the crate. They just took the oranges. They didn't say, are there 6, 7, 12, 15, whatever. It was just oranges. You get me? We get you, Chuck. In a word, oranges. Give it to us straight with the Progressive Name Your Price tool. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bubba Wallace talks, Mario Kart, and much more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments. Experience realistic racing simulators and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. And a new house over the weekend had a chance to catch up with the driver of the number 43, that iconic number that Richard Petty made so famous over the years. We wanted to catch up with him and talk about his recent win in the summer shootout and how he's looking forward to going back to Daytona. And Bubba Wallace will pick up the green checkered flag by inches over Suarez. Recently, he got back behind the wheel of a Legends car at the Summer Shootout. Got that win last weekend. How cool and how fun has it been getting back behind the wheel of a Legends? It's been a lot of fun. Uh, a little hectic. You know, it took us three weeks, and really we were riding third again, so I thought coming down to the end is going to be three third places in a row. But Caution came out, and I love when Caution's come out, and I have an opportunity to pounce. And uh, I really didn't have to do anything. The guy in second place kind of knocked the leader out of the way, and I was just able to slide on by. So uh, all in all, it's still a good time. Still getting to interact with young kids that are excited that I'm there. And kind of brings back memories. I remember, was it 12 years ago? I've been racing 16 years. So actually 14 years ago, I was there when I was a kid their age and going through all the stardom and, and uh, all those emotions. And now it's kind of come around full circle and kind of just there relax and have fun. Now, while it was a legend win, how good did it feel to win as well? It was big. I mean, it's it first win in a well since the All-Star uh, weekend. That was, that was you know, that was a little bit bigger than the legend car. But to come back after five years and, and kind of pick back up where you left off, uh, it's kind of like riding a bike and those things. But there's uh, you drive so much different uh, than a cup car than what you do on Sundays. So it's it'll be fun to balance the two, jumping back in this thing uh, today here in Chicago and then going back at Charlotte in a legend car. So Always doing something, always keeping me on top of my toes, but a win's a win. It's always fun. Now, we're in Chicago, obviously famous for pizza. We know you're a Domino's guy, though. Um, when it comes to pizza, what's your favorite kind of pizza? What toppings do you like on it? I'm, I'm simple. I, I'm, I'm a pepperoni guy, but uh, I do like pineapple on pizza. So let's go ahead and knock that out. There's nothing wrong with pineapple on pizza. Perfect. Another thing here, your crew's been in the news a lot lately with the tradition that they kind of have. Talk to, me, talk to me about that tradition and what it means. 
Yeah, they've they've started waving. You know, ever since I've been a part of the team, they've been waving. And at first, you know, I laughed, and obviously, I, I give them high fives as I, I roll by. And I didn't know it was their goal and their mission to get every driver in the field to wave back. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty little fun game that they have. I I don't know if they've accomplished that yet. I think the number is getting pretty close, but it's it's cool to see how much. Uh, how much character they have. Each and every one of them is their own different person, and they're a lot of fun to be around. And for them to, you know, be able to come down and bust off a pit stop and know that they're my guys and, and carry that kind of attitude with them each and every weekend, it uh, lifts our spirits for sure, and we appreciate them. And uh, we can go have some fun each and every weekend. Sounds like you might have to go make a couple loops to some drivers to get them on board with it. Yeah, there's still some that, that don't believe in having fun at all. So uh, that's, that's them. They'll, they'll realize that they missed out on a good opportunity. Perfect. Well, this is the last Daytona July race, a tradition that's been in NASCAR for a long time. Do you think this is a good change moving into the playoffs and why? Yeah, I don't know. Sure. It's going to uh, spice some things up. Uh, you know, it's uh, Daytona's Daytona, and uh, I've been on the good side of it, been on the bad side of it. And uh, it's always a fun place to go to, but moving it for the cutoff race next year, um, there's going to be some good racing. I'm excited for the fans to be able to watch, and, and uh, that's what it's all about, you know, putting on a good show. and. I think that was a good move for for uh, for NASCAR to do that, but uh, there's going to be some pissed off drivers for sure. Speaking of that, we saw that you played Mario Kart with the Benedetto recently. Are you any any good at Mario Kart? So it's kind of ridiculous uh, how how serious not only myself and my guys take Mario Kart. There's uh, five of us on the flight back on Sundays, uh, three of us that uh, come out on on Thursdays. So two for my pit crew. So we always have a race, and the Benedetto brings his switch. There's a lot of guys in the garage that play. Um, I was on a flight with RCR last night, and we had nine, eight. We had eight last night, and uh, I beat them pretty bad. Uh, I keep a spreadsheet um, of my averages at each track. I keep uh, tallies on, on race wins and how much money I'm up or down. So there's some money involved. I don't know if we're allowed to say that, but it's not NASCAR, so we can. We can. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty serious. We've been pretty hot and heavy for the last year now, and uh, it's, it's kind of consuming me. And we're on a league night on Wednesday nights. We run a league, so it's pretty serious. Thanks, Hannah. Coming up, we've got NASCAR history and a sneak peek into our latest podcast about a racing superstar, Jeff Gordon. If you're on the road now, chances are pretty good you noticed that the all-new Chevy Silverado is here. And if you're wondering what's new about it, the answer is everything. Eight different trim levels, six different powertrains, and the most functional bed in its class, with more cargo volume than any other competitor. Go to Chevy.com and see for yourself what happens when legendary dependability meets modern capability. The all-new Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. Chevrolet, find new roads. G'day America, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. That's right, Outback Delivery is here. Now you can enjoy all your Outback favourites anywhere. Our signature centre cut sirloin at home. It's here. Or game day party platters with kookaburra wings that'll have both teams cheering. It's here. Or steak and lobster for a date night at home. It's here. Head over to Outback.com and place your orders because Outback delivery is here. Outback Steakhouse, Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. You're listening to the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. Back to take it to the house on this week's edition of NASCAR Live. But before we do, we've got a special treat for all of you Jeff Gordon fans out there. MRN Presents is focusing the next podcast series on the Hall of Famer himself, and it's dropping soon. Here's a tease of what you can expect. Jeff Gordon holds off a last lap charge by Jeff Burton and wins the Mountain Dew Southern 500, and Jeff Gordon wins the Winston Million. Saw this little little plastic pedal car that was there, picked that thing up and brought it home, and I just remember going down this hill as fast as I could in that thing. Big group of reporters, and you see him, and Earnhardt was over here, so who are they following? And it was Jeff. And I'm going like, wow. In five, we started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. You know, we're leading. We're, 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 we're leading on points, right? And we're, and we're having to go toe-to-toe with the champion. And I think some of the dissension started to come up then. Then we beat Earnhardt. And now the Earnhardt fans 
didn't like it. And as soon as the Earnhardt fans didn't like you, half the crowd's gone, right? So you might have 25% because Rusty and Mark and everybody else got the rest, but Earnhardt had half the crowd. And when you get that half against you, it can get pretty loud. Jeff Gordon begins to receive the ovation from the turn four grandstands as he slips off the corner and heads down the short straightaway and back to the checkered flag of the Daytona 500. Congratulations, Daytona 500. You're the winner. Am I here? Is this, is this happening? This is awesome. After his fourth championship, I think that was when he was mature. He had grown up a lot. When Ray left, he had to become the leader for the team. He really, and he wanted that. He wanted to be the leader. Our rivalry was definitely there, and what complicated it was a friendship. I think it would have been easier for both of us and certainly easier for him if we didn't have a friendship, a real one. I mean, he stood up in my wedding. You look at the Jeff Gordon Children's Hospital, and I know that the kids go with him, especially at the holidays. And a lot of the, the charity work that he does, you know, just brings a huge source of pride. He has been able to go through all of this and be himself. He's been able to give back. Jeff has taken this huge career of his, and he has changed many, many lives, parents' and children's lives, with all of that. It's going to be such a great series. Episode 1 will be available next Tuesday on iTunes, MRN.com, and wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, folks, it's time for some history, and with it, here is our Susie Armstrong. Thanks, Mike. Independence Week 1988 is our first target for the Wayback Machine. Steve Winwood hangs on to number one with Roll With It. The Family Feud returns to daytime television after a three-year hiatus. Comedy rules the box office as Coming to America, Big, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit rake in the dough. And Bill Elliott was no joke in the Pepsi Firecracker 400, edging out Rick Wilson to win the Summer Classic at Daytona International Speedway. Down to the bottom of the racetrack, Earnhardt Wilson tries it down to the low side. Earnhardt's spot was covered. He takes it up high now. Waltrip drops down and it is Rick Wilson has gone underneath of Bill Elliott into the lead. Rick is glued to the low side of the racetrack. Bill Elliott comes challenging back. Elliott wants the win. He's got a half a car length. Bill Elliott to the outside. They touch, they bang. It's Elliott by a roughly six-inch margin as he and Rick Wilson again bang coming across the stripe. 1994. Collective Soul illuminates the alternative rock scene with their debut single, Shine. Forrest Gump continues a marathon run in theaters, jogging all the way to the Academy Award. Jeff Bezos changes the shopping world, founding Amazon.com, and Jimmy Spencer changes lanes to execute a last lap pass on Ernie Irvin, winning the Pepsi 400 and scoring the first of two career cup victories. Irvin slides up the racetrack in front of Spencer. Jimmy dives for the bottom. Here comes the move. Halfway down the back straightaway. Spencer is alongside. Spencer with a one-foot lead. Irvin tries to rally back on the outside. It's a dead heat to three. Side by side at the high banks here at Daytona International. Spencer on the inside. Irvin on the outside. They are still side by side. Now Jimmy able to pull out just a half-car link on Ernie. Through the trial the last time, the two cars staying about an inch and a half apart. Spencer to the inside. Irvin to the outside. Spencer's down low. Spencer wins. He is the first-time Winston Cup winner by three inches, if that much. 2011. Blake Shelton is all the buzz on country radio with Honeybee. NASA launches the final space shuttle mission as Atlantis blasts off from Cape Canaveral, pad 39A. While just up the road in Daytona, David Reagan's Ford was at full thrust around the high banks as he drove to his first career cup victory in the Coke Zero 400. Right to the bottom of the racetrack and bring Matt Kenseth with him. Joey Logano pinned there. They're crashing further back. Up front, though, four cars going for the win. David Reagan and Matt Kenseth showing the way as more cars crash off turn number four at the line. David Reagan will win the Coke Zero 400. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. That was our AutoZone commercial free zone. Your check engine light has met its match. Meet the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, it'll troubleshoot the likely cause for free. Get in the zone, AutoZone. That'll put a wrap on this week's show. We'd like to thank Alex Bowman, also Bubba Wallace, and Scott Miller for joining us. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
We can't wait to bring you a double header shot of racing this weekend at Daytona. And you can hear it here on the Motor Racing Network. Until we chat next week again right here, have a great weekend. So long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best.